Welcome to the Savvy Mama Podcast. I am your host, Imani Renee. This podcast is a safe space for mothers to vent and chat about all things motherhood. On the Savvy Mama Podcast, we will discuss a variety of topics such as parenting, relationships, self-care, love, boundaries, and much more. Let's get to it. Welcome to episode 10 of the Savvy Mama podcast. I am your host, Imani Renee, and I'm so excited to be coming back with episode 10. I know when y'all listened to that last podcast, y'all was like, she ain't coming back. We gonna hear from her probably in March and she gonna be apologizing again. Nope. Sis is back, okay? Sis is back with the next episode. Now, I told y'all that I went on this little clean eating journey and... I can say it has done wonders in my life. Um, I am allergic to gluten, and gluten is a wheat protein, and it is wheat, rye, barley, malted barley, things like that. And when I first found out, it was like three years ago, three or four years ago, I found out I was allergic to gluten. And... I was like, what is that? So I did my research. Um, first, let me tell you how it started. So I'm kind of like a health foodie person. And I was like, I want to stop eating so much processed food. I want to switch to more of a healthy option. So I was like, let me switch the bread to wheat bread. Let me switch the flour to like um, from unbleached to like um, wheat flour and things like that. And my body reacted and it started getting inflamed and I was having breakouts and rashes and rash on my body. And um, my mom was talking to one of her co-workers who happened to be a doctor and she was saying, you know, she's going through all this and she's having, you know, breakouts and, and getting these rashes everywhere. And she was like, well, have she ever thought about, you know, going to a digestive health doctor? And I was like, going to no doctor? Did you know me? I don't like going to the doctor. I don't take medicine unless I have to. If I have like a cold or something, I might take something, might not. I might just drink a tea. But my mom's like, you need to go to the doctor and get checked out and blah, blah, blah. So I did the, um, I did that. I went to the doctor and they did the lab work and they called me back and it was like, Hey, Miss Rogers. So it turns out that you are allergic to gluten and you have celiac disease. I'm like, what is celiac disease? And um, she told me what it was and broke everything down for me. I was like, oh my gosh. She was like, so yeah, please stay away from those foods and follow up with the doctor. And I'm like, Lord, now there's something else that I got to be concerned with. So me, I went to Google, which you shouldn't do. You shouldn't go to Google and research nothing when you're sick or think you might be sick or having any type of ailment because Google gonna tell you that you're finna die in 15 minutes. <laughs> or at least that's how I feel anyway. But I, I did, I Googled celiac disease and it is an a, uh, immune reaction to eating gluten, which is a protein that's found in wheat, rye, barley, malted barley, and things like that. It's a few more things that it's... Um, that it's in but i can't pronounce the words and i'm not gonna do that because y'all not gonna drink me for mispronouncing them words but over time the immune system reacts 
to it by creating inflammation and it can damage your small intestine lining. Um, and it also prevents you from like absorbing nutrients and you can become um, malabsorbent with that. Um, there is no cure for it, but just to stop eating gluten to like help the inflammation in your in your um small intestine and things like that make sure that you are eating a gluten-free diet and taking vitamins to help with that also so what are some of the triggers for that like i said eating wheat um like brewer's yeast um malted barley gluten is in everything it is in toothpaste it's in makeup it's in snacks it's in pretty much anything that you can think of like i love me some good red velvet cake and when i tell y'all it is so hard to find a gluten-free red velvet cake that ain't dry that don't taste like bread but when i tell y'all b cousin makes cupcakes and she made me some gluten-free cupcakes with that i oh lord when i tell you they was so moist they was so good i want some right now but yes <laughs> going back to the triggers the triggers are re wheat rye barley malted barley um and brewer's yeast and a few other things like i said i can't pronounce them and i'm not gonna try because i'm gonna be saying it all wrong but how does it make you feel so i started feeling like really bloated so after i ate some like if i ate like a pound cake or something like that people would always say oh you look like you're pregnant you're pregnant i'm just bloated and i know it's not time for my cycle to come on but why am i bloated all the time and i'm bloated because i'm eating yeast I'm not, uh, yeah, the brewer's yeast in the wheat, and it's making my small intestines inflamed. And you feel fatigued, and you have skin issues, like I was saying. Um, I really didn't think anything of it at first. I was like, oh, you know, maybe this is just normal. But I have learned over the years with me trying to eat better that what you put on, what you digest in your body, your skin will have a reaction to it it will tell you what's going on like you're not just gonna be breaking out for nothing maybe you are not drinking enough water you're not getting enough rest or maybe you are consuming too much sugar your body's gonna tell you what's going on it depending on if you're not getting enough rest and stuff like i said um there is no cure for this but if you leave the celiac disease untreated if you just don't do anything but just be like you know what i'm gonna eat the way i want to eat and it is what it is we all gonna die and you had that don't care attitude about it it can increase your risk of um, developing digestive system cancers like um, lymphoma which is um something that could affect your small intestines it is a rare type but it is common in celiac disease patients so i recommend that if you have been having any of those symptoms like the bloating and the fatigue the rash um the breakouts and things like that and the itching after you eat certain things i would suggest you know go to a digestive doctor and make sure you follow up with them if you want you can do like a food journal to track the different things that you eat if you are having like the abdominal pain with 
you know after you eat something or how you know your better your body better than anyone so if you eat something and it makes you feel away make sure you tune into that because your body's trying to tell you that something is wrong now i love to eat snacks like i said i'm a foodie so i have found a few things that i have like clung cling to um the Ju- Justin's gluten-free dark chocolate cashew buttercups. Let me slow down because I said that kind of fast. It's this brand at Whole Foods. Whole Foods has become like my Walmart. It's a brand called Justin's and they make dark chocolate gluten-free cashew buttercups. Now they make peanut butter, but I don't really like peanut butter like that. They do almond butter. That's cool too, but that cashew butter hit different. And the kind bars, you can get those at Walmart too. Whole Foods is a little more expensive. Hershey's chocolate coming through. The milk chocolate with the almond bars, those be busting. I eat those too. Um, Brookside snacks, um, the Easter peeps. I know y'all don't like peeps like there was. Some people don't like peeps. Some people don't like marshmallows. Marshmallows, but I love marshmallows. I eat them like year round. But the Easter peeps, those are gluten free. Jelly beans, uh, um, gluten-free too so those are some things i really don't eat jelly beans like that but if i see a little pack that like the starburst or something like that i might get those but i try not to eat too much sugar because it's not good for your teeth and then it's just not good for your health overall to consume so much sugar but like i said them them cashew buttercups though they hit a little bit different um they not that expensive. They like two dollars and something for two. I know they can be high, but like dang, Reese's, you know, you can get a a big cup pack for like two dollars and I mean for like ninety eight cent or something. But yeah, but if you allergic to gluten, you have to pay attention to what's in the ingredients. So when you get something, just flip it over on the back and then read the ingredients. And if you have all that stuff in there that you can't pronounce this, you don't want to be putting that in your body anyway especially if you're trying to have a baby you want to make sure that the well i'm not trying to have no babies right now disclaimer but if it happens it happens but i'm not trying to have no more babies right now um but side note (laughs) but um make sure that you pay attention to what you're putting in your body because you don't want to be walking around feeling sluggish and tired all the time and dehydrated because you eating a poor diet that's full of sugar and stuff. So make sure that you can find places in your area that have gluten-free options. Now, there are some restaurants that have gluten-free options. Like Olive Garden has a good menu that is gluten-free. Uh, Domino's has gluten-free options. Chick-fil-A, Ruby Tuesdays mellow mushrooms if y'all have that in y'all area um outback steakhouse and then roof chris you know roof chris be coming through sometimes you know they're a little hot when you want to have that fine dining experience you can still have gluten-free options even at those restaurants but there are local places that may have options but nothing is better than your own home cooked meal because you know what you're putting up in there you're not putting all them ingredients in your food that you can't pronounce so whatever you choose to eat and whatever you decide, please make sure that you take care of your health. Make sure that you are using um, gluten-free products if that's something that you at least want to try. Maybe not every day, but 
just have like a, a vegan day or like a gluten-free day where you don't eat no gluten now it is hard and stressful and the products are high like it is so expensive to eat healthy so i get it if you can't you know commit to that but for me i feel like i don't have another option because one day i'm not gonna lie i did cheat and i went to wendy's drive-thru and i got me uh, a baconator with lettuce and pickles and mustard and i ate the fries and i drank the drink and i ate the burger and then i got me one of them big old cookies that they had knowing that i should have that because they got weed in it from the flour and what happened boom my face started breaking out again i'm like god dang bro i can't eat nothing but it doesn't take much for my body to react from something like since i've gone for so long without eating gluten um by me eating something my skin reacts to it immediately just like mousy he is allergic to um seafood fish um shellfish peanuts eggs and that kind of stuff he will break out in a rash around his eyes if he eats something like one morning we were having breakfast and i had my plate next to his and i turned my head and i was talking he snuck an egg off my plate because before we knew he was allergic to eggs i would feed him grease and eggs in the morning along with you know whatever we were eating and lo and behold like 30 minutes later he gets this little crusty red bruised looking uh, rash around his eye and I knew it couldn't be nothing else but from him eating eggs because he is allergic now I did take him to a allergist his pediatrician recommended that we go see someone about it first he recommended that he get tested for food allergies because he was having like breakouts and irritations just as well as I was from eating gluten so I got him tested and that's what his pediatrician told me and I saw the results that that is what he was allergic to so we went to the allergist and he did a skin test on his back and that those were the things that he was allergic to so we try to stay away from those he does want to eat like cupcakes and um cake and things like that cornbread he can't eat that either because of the eggs in it and you would say okay well maybe you know it's because the eggs in it you can like whip it up or whatever but depending on how you make your cornbread if you make it thick or whatever it's just not spread out enough this is what his allergies told me it's not spread out enough and maybe the cornbread was too thick because he was like well maybe you can try to give him a small piece and see if he'll grow his way out of it but the cornbread that i gave him while we were out was a little bit thick so maybe they didn't like beat it up enough and they made their batter kind of thick and he had an allergic reaction to it. So I'd rather just stay away from it. He does have an EpiPen that we keep um, with us. And let me tell you what y'all niece did. This is what she did. She was like, oh, I want to just try it. So there is a tester and there is the actual EpiPen. The tester we keep in the bag so that if he's around someone new, like if he's going to like visit a relative or something this was pre-corona we would show them out like how to use the EpiPen if need be and especially like if he was going to daycare now she takes herself in now 
and go and get a real EpiPen, thinking it's the tester, and inject herself with the EpiPen. Now he's only down to one EpiPen. When I tell y'all, y'all know how high them EpiPens are. I could have snatched her. I'll just say that. But kids are curious, and they, you know, they want to know what's going on. So we sat down and had a talk with her and was like, look, don't mess with it don't touch it no more don't even look at it all you need to know is if he have an allergic reaction go get an adult who has been trained and know how to use his EpiPen. stay up by his bag period and we won't have no issues but that's that with the EpiPen. so if i don't have to use one um it doesn't affect me if i touch it so like if i'm making something and i happen to touch you know flour that has gluten in it i'm not gonna break out or anything it only affects me to the point where if i ingest it then i would have an issue but the bottom line and at the end of the day read the label on whatever you choose to eat just it's always good to read the labels anyway one of the cereals that my kids love is captain crunch and if you read the back there are ingredients in it that you shouldn't be feeding your kids and it's not just captain crunch it's a lot of um cereal brands out there who are putting paint thinner in the ingredients in the cereal why does paint thinner need to be in the cereal that we are feeding our babies and then we wonder why they can't sit still in class because they just ate pop tarts who have chemicals in it and all these other different things and then now they bouncing off the walls and they can't sit still they just ate a buttload of sugar and stuff for breakfast in the morning and cereal with chemicals in it now they can't sit still but there's a whole nother podcast and a subject for another day but right now we talking about gluten so um, if you decide you want to like juice, that's something that I've been doing in the morning. Um, Whole Foods has juices um, that's like already cold pressed in the the aisles that you can get and drink. One of my favorites is the Rise and Shine. It has like apples, pineapples, grapes, mangoes, and something else in it. It's really good. So I suggest if you're trying to you know eat healthy get you some um, juice and if you have a juicer just try that in the morning or either a smoothie and put you some sea mouse um some sea mouse gel in there if you have it on hand sea mouse is really good for the immune system and help fighting like infections and things like that if you have any but it's just good to um, take sea mouse in my opinion I'm not a doctor but in my opinion it's good to take um, because of the nutrients and things and the, the minerals that it can help with your body. So if you haven't heard of sea moss, please check it out. Make sure that you're getting real sea moss and not this plant-raised sea moss. Make sure you're getting it from someone who's getting it, getting it from a reputable source. So with that being said, I am going to do another recap because I feel like I went kind of fast on this. So there are gluten-free snacks that you can eat. It's a brand called Justin's. They have them at Whole Foods. I don't know about Sam's Club. I know they don't sell them at Walmart. Uh, you can't order them online also, but they are the butter cups. They have peanut butter, um, cashew, 
and almond butter. Those are really good. Kind bars are really good. You can find those at Walmart, Whole Foods, gas stations. You can pretty much find kind bars anywhere. Hershey's chocolate, if you have a sweet tooth and you want something, Hershey's has a, a wide variety of snacks that you can choose from that are gluten-free. Just make sure you look on the back. Um, the brand Brookside Peaks jelly beans those are just some of my personal favorites you don't have to eat those but if you like those or if you ever wondered those are gluten-free snacks um restaurants again are olive garden domino's chick-fil-a ruby tuesday mellow mushroom outback steakhouse and if you feeling fancy and you and your boo want to go out you know go to roof Freeze. they have gluten-free options um make sure you are paying attention to your bodies for the triggers and the way that they make you feel and try to stay safe out there you know whenever you eat in somewhere making sure that their establishment is clean and they don't have a poor health rating if you choose to eat out making sure the um the establishment is clean but that's it if y'all have any questions about anything that i have said make sure you leave a comment or a review if you are listening to this on the anchor app and you have a question you can always dial in and leave that and i can play it back on the next podcast and give you a response to that if you know something that i don't know as far as celiac disease or you know trying to eat gluten-free then please you know let me know at the beginning of the year my goal was to be vegan by december and that has went totally out the window i can say i would i'm more of the vegetarian type that eat meat sometimes um versus just going straight cold turkey i think it is a process over time um to just wean yourself off certain things i don't really eat a lot of beef and pork before miles was born and before I got pregnant with him I went like a year and a half without eating any beef and pork and I did notice a difference in my digestive system this may be too much information TMI but um I wasn't no I wasn't as constipated as much and I wasn't having so many like bathroom issues until I stopped eating beef and pork so now I only eat chicken fish turkey shrimp i eat crab legs occasionally um but yeah i hope there wasn't too much but like i said i want to be honest and real with y'all i don't want to give y'all fluff that's just some of the issues that i was experiencing so like i said if y'all have any questions please let me know and i will see you all on the next podcast bye I'm Imani Renee, and you have been listening to the Savvy Mama Podcast. You can find our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. Make sure you follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join me next week for more Savvy Conversations. Thank you for listening.